Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. A horse! Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. You did not go to space. You went high. You spent all that That's money. That's not as big of a selling point. Yeah, I'm hey, saying. Blue Origin goes high. What's it called again? Is it a Blue Origin? Oh, I was thinking of something else. Okay. Well, go ahead. Blue Orgy? Is- <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> all I know is you're just in a very high plane. That's all you're in. Blue Orgy. <laughs> I'm blue and I'm a die. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Bone is still vacationing. Timmy Hall. Is with me this week. I'd like to apologize to Timmy Hall for breaking a promise today. You certainly did. I broke man. a promise. Yeah. And I'm very sorry. Next time next next time. Tomorrow, I promise I'll wear it. Yesterday I said that I would wear my uh black Italia track jacket. Because you're always getting on me because I guess I'm too dressed up for you in my plain sweatshirt and loose fitting jeans. You want me to even take it down a step further than that. I do. And you want me to wear sweatpants yeah. and a track jacket, which is my loungewear at home. Yeah. And I, you're wearing your Hungarian white track jacket today. I am. And it's, it's lovely. Thank you. I like it. I look like a guy that's trying to win some carnival games at the Jersey Shore, don't I? Hey, I got a max slice. Uh, let's go win at the basketball now. Huh? I think you have to take the white shirt underneath off, though. And just yeah. have your bare oh, chest. Oh, you're right. You're right. Just be a bare-chested Kruger. I don't. I don't have any chest hair, though. Like I, you need to have a it little bit matter. of chest hair. Gold chain or silver chain? What would work better with the pure white here? G- gold. Gold's the, always the best. The it's yellow gaudy, gold right? is always the gaudiest. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you know what I can do go to gaudy. appease you? I could take out my chain today. You are. You are definitely going to wear the chain. I have the. Ch- I wear this chain every day. So. Are you good to snap one picture of this nonsense tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll we do have it. to capture it. Yeah. No, it's not. I do, by the way. I do, by the way, love your crew neck sweatshirt look. Nobody wears a plain crew neck sweatshirt. I'm a very plain guy. You're bringing those back. It's a decent look. I'd like to see. I dress like a communist. I'd like to see like a tiny little logo on the chest. No, I think that would no be logos. cool. Like a little crest. There's no for logos under communist re- regime. Like you know the champion crew neck sweatshirts. No, that's too nice flashy look. for me. Something on the it's not flashy. Too you have flashy. like one little C on the cuff or possibly on the chest. That's it. Can you guess the brand? Yes. Of this crew neck. What, yeah. do you, what do you think it is? I can. What? Well, tell me. It's Gildan. No. It's no, not Gildan. It's a step up. You're right. You're right. That was a Gildan or Gildine. That was a bad guess. You're not wearing Gildan. I mean, they can sponsor a bowl game, but you're not wearing them. Uh, Let me look at that. I'll give you a hint if you want. It's so. Do you want a hint? Wait, 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 wait. Does this place have retail stores? Uh, I think they do, but not in this area. Not in this area. No, I got this mail order. Okay. Fancy. 
mail or I'm going to talk on my car phone. Is this later. a place from out west? Well, it's it's further west than here. Okay, like are they located? No, you're in it's not the Seattle. Pacific time no, zone. Okay. it is not Eddie Bauer. It's not an. It's Eddie not LL Bean. What that's a way to start the show? Is, you know, no, don't even say Guessing that. Guessing clothing. It is a good way to start the show because now everybody's thinking. What are the other generic sweatshirt and T-shirt brands out there? It's not generic. Topic. They've got a wide range of products. They've been in business for a long time. Give me this big hint that you've got. I was going to give you the state they're located in. Give me the state. Wisconsin. 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 What? What am I I forgetting? What am I missing? Give me another one. They used to be sold a lot at Sears. Sears brand. It's not Sears brand. Yeah, but they're prevalent on the racks at Sears. They used to be. I, I got nothing. I'm going to hate myself. Land's End. Oh, Land's End. Land's That's end. nice. That's you know, nice. Once, I'm on their email chain once in a while. 70% off for friends and family. This shirt, practically free. Wow, 70% They paid off. me to buy this shirt. So you could, you know, hook a brother up with the link. No, I'm sorry. I can't. It's only for friends and family. <laughs> Stop it. If you're not on no the friend. email chain, yeah. what do you want? No friend. Common man here for Land's End. Land's Let End is nice. Let me tell you nice. something beautiful what else is in the the realm of a lands and i have several uh you know regular hoodies i got a, a couple flannel shirts from lands end what about a what about a croft and barrow can no. i interest you in a croft and barrow that's a little too preppy for my <laughs> taste <laughs> panama ted is nodding in approval ted likes about it. croft and barrow i have some croft and barrow from uh Kohl's. yeah <laughs> yes yes my guys what was the jc penny in-house brand for so many years oh, it's what they have they have arizona jeans arizona is what they've had sonoma is sonoma Kohl's, is Kohl's. in-house brand is it genuine sonoma the, for not sure. the knockoff Sonoma. You it's it's genuine. You know, yesterday we wasted the entire first segment Good. of the show. You are Good. a bad influence Dude, on me. It's the it's the holidays. We're in between Christmas and New Year's Day. What here. does that mean? It means you should have fun. You should lighten up a little bit. All right. Okay. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm too I'm too stuck in the mind. Oh, because I was supposed to prepare my mind with all the sports content to do this show. You got a lot That's of stuff. what you're going to tell me. Why must you insult me? I'm not insulting you. You are. You're insulting me. Who would, you're like Matt Andrews, just insulting me at every turn, who, and then you get butt hurt when I impersonate it's you. It's not true. I, I get butt hurt when you impersonate me? Please. Those days have passed. You used I, to. I stick up for you and the show that you do, and Bone, uh, 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 more than anybody All right. around here. What other clothes should we talk about? What are you wearing today, Ted? Ted dresses more like a communist than I do. I'm supporting... Uh, <laughs> He's very drab. <laughs> I'm protecting the house today. Under Armour. Oh, that's flashy. That's Under Armour? That's yeah. flashy. Aren't they? I'm watching Maryland on TV. They're Under Armour school. Yeah, they are. Yep, that's right. And that pinstripe bowl, Yankee Stadium, looks like it's got about 1,200 people in it. Nothing like a football game in a baseball stadium, right? Where you could switch sides at the 50-yard line so guys don't go head first into a left field wall. Did you see that the, uh, the Hokies are wearing... A Yankees-inspired logo on their helmet today. Yeah, I did see that. Just a, it's not even really a Yankee inspired. It is the Yankee logo. It's in their well, instead, colors. right. Instead of the yeah. NY, it's you know the VT. No, I think they're just wearing an NY. Oh, is it the yeah, NY? I believe I, I got to get a look when oh. they get back from break. I, the picture I saw was just a Yankee logo in the Virginia Tech Hokie colors. I have to be honest with you. We have the game on in here 
we watched a, a few minutes of a bowl game yesterday when we were in here. These are the only bowl games I've watched the entire season. Me too. Being in here. Me too. I have no desire to watch these games. I said this after Ohio State lost to Michigan, and they were not going to the Big Ten championship game, that the college football season ended for me on that day. I don't care what happens in any of these games. I will, of course, watch the Rose Bowl on Saturday, but I will view it almost as an exhibition. The season is over for me. I do wonder... You know, last year we were still, we didn't have vaccines for last football season. I'm not going to say anything about cancellations or games that couldn't get played last season. Of course, there was a pretty famous one involving Ohio State and that team up north. But might it be that the magnitude or lack thereof of some of these ridiculous bowl games has to do with some of these cancellations? Because a lot of these teams are more than 95% vaccinated. And everybody's updating their policies right now as we speak. And coaches on the uh, on the side that you know you're you're going to hear bickering back and forth from the sides that have cancellations. But I mean, come on, we've had four, five, six canceled already. Who really cares? I'm with you. I have well, not those watched teams, right, any the of these teams care. Games. The teams that fly in to play these games yeah, only to I, I know turn that. around and I go know. home. It's a logistical nightmare for them. I get it, but from a fan perspective, no, who cares? Right. If I don't care. If you're not calling the game or involved with right. a family or friends or on the team, who cares? Are you, is ESPN even sending announcers to these games anyway? Or are they I, treating it like a midweek college basketball game? I think I saw you know Dustin Fox who works up north in Cleveland. Oh, they're paying the big money for Dustin Fox to fly out. I don't. Well, I don't think he had to fly for this one because he walked, he walked to Detroit oh, okay. to do the Ford. I would imagine he was there in person at Ford Field from Cleveland to Detroit. That's pretty regional game, right? That's there. why I roll you my that was the eyes last one for him. when guys like Saban come out and say we have to protect the existing bowl structure <laughs> and the history I know. of college football. We can't disrespect these bowls. Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. This isn't college football history. 53 meaningless bowl games. That's not college football history. That's modern history. How many were there? Honestly, I would like to know because... I feel like the Sun Bowl has some history to it. That might be one oh, of the yeah. few. No, I remember really those epic be. Sun Bowls. But how many bowl games were there originally? I'm looking. Okay, little thing here. There were five. Originally, I'm going to go out on a limb and say zero. Zero. zero there zero, were none. Yeah. Yes. Way back in the beginning. Zero. Here, by 1940, there were five major college bowl games. Rose, Sugar, Cotton, no, this is Orange, a creation of the last there 20 to 30 years. Sun Bowl was one of the original bowl games? I just said there. Yeah, Sun Bowl in 1935. I have to start respecting the Sun Bowl. Tony the Tiger now. Huh? Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Was that right? That's it. Do you know? I don't know if I've said this on the radio or not. When I was 18 years old, I took radio instruction at Columbia College in Chicago. Mm -hmm. The instructor of the class was a longtime broadcaster by the name of Al Parker. Okay. Al Parker was the original voice of Tony the Tiger. What? Yes. That's a connection. There's some Kevin Bacon right there. The original voice of Tony the Tiger. Taught Al you Parker. How yes. to turn a microphone Taught on me and off. how to do all of this. <laughs> Here you Everything are. Everything I'm doing. Wow. Al Parker. Dead. 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 Died dead. like a year after I had the class. Was that part of the reason? Yes. He said, I can't take any more of this guy. Dead. Was that the end of your training? One year? Then you got into it. You Pretty got into much. it fairly well, that, early. That's the thing is that, you know, 
some people go to school, and I recommend against this, by the way. It's just become sort of modern society where you go to college to experience college. When in reality, you should be going to college to get you ready for whatever the hell you want to do. Right. And if you don't know what you want to do, don't waste your money or your parents' money. Go to community college, bank your credits, figure out what you want to do, and then transfer out. My whole thing was, I'm going to go to college. I was already working in radio. I I was working in radio when I was 15. But I'm going to go to college. I'm going to make connections. I'm going to try and get in Mm -hmm. with these radio stations. And once I learn what I need to know, I'm going to get the hell out of there. Now, obviously, I had a very specialized skill. I don't recommend that if you want to be a surgeon or if you want to be the VP of Citibank at some point. But I knew what I wanted to do. I received the skills to do it. Yeah. And I left. It's interesting. And I also killed Tony the Tiger in the process. Right. Yeah. Al Parker is no longer with us, but that's that's very interesting that he did that he was the voice of the tiger. There's different paths for everybody, you know, and yours is an interesting one. I kn- I went to I went to a university. I knew what realm I wanted to be in, so I got involved the day I stepped foot on campus in everything that I could do. TV, radio, newspaper. And tried to get into the journalism school as soon as I could to keep my options open. I really, I didn't know specifically what I would be doing, and I had. And now you're sitting next to me. Here I am, the radio in a Hungarian track jacket. Mm -hmm. The sports radio station was the first to accept my internship Mm -hmm. application, so that's the path I went down. All right, we're going to talk about real things coming up next, including the death of a legend, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Ohio Stadium is too cold for the playoffs. Traffic center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Plan on some slowdowns in that area throughout the afternoon. Traffic report is sponsored by Mucinex 12-Hour. Did you know that doctors use Mucinex? That's right. Mucinex is the number one OTC brand doctors trust for themselves and their families. So with the cold and flu season upon us, why would you use anything else? Grab Mucinex and put yourself back into control. Available at CVS. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Bone is out today. Timmy Hall is with me. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Rims was at practice today. He says things are trending well. Trending. For tomorrow. Good. The Blue Jackets making their return against the Preds over at Nationwide. If they play, catch all the action right here on the fan. Uh, John Madden passed away. At the age of 85, I keep seeing in the articles, they say, died unexpectedly at 85. Now, I understand what they mean. Yes. That he didn't have a long illness and wasn't suffering from cancer, but no one dies unexpectedly at 85. 
What year do you think, or how far into the future will we get when it, it could still be unexpected? Like, will we get to, you know, 2080 and well, we're just cons- expecting to go to 115? Life expectancy actually went down in the last down. 16 yeah. months. Let's right. not put the cart before the horse on that one. I don't know. But I'll look, if you, I could sign up for 85 right now, I would sign up for 85. What a career. What a life he had. A tremendous career as a coach. A tremendous career as a broadcaster, and for a lot of people my age, that's how you remember John Madden. You know, a lot of people now, like we talked about this not too long ago, guys like, you know, Triple H who work here, Colin, even Matty Ice to a certain extent, the Bode man, when they, when they look back on their youth, the influential sports moments of their youth, it's probably all Joe Buck. Joe Buck has been doing the biggest games, football and baseball, on Fox for 20 years. Yeah, Buck, Aikman, also I'd say Al Michaels and Collinsworth right now well, for doing Super Bowls and sure, the but biggest I, game of the week. I'm, I'm just saying that's what they know. Yeah. I knew it was the biggest game of the week of, when of it course. was Pat Summerall and John Madden. When Summerall and Madden did your game, that was the be-all, end-all for mm, me. Man. I, I love listening to those guys. Pat Summerall, when he passed away, we wax nostalgic about him, too, because he was the originator of less is more. And it works well for television, not so much on the radio, but right. letting the picture on the screen tell the story. Don't assume that the people at home can't see what's going on, that they don't have any eyes, that they can't sense the moment for themselves, knowing when to interject, when to pull back, when to edit yourself. Pat Summerall was like that. And you know what? I know a lot of people remember John Madden for the telestrator and the boom and all the noises he would make, but he never overdid it to the point where he was making the game about him. He always accented the moment, but never made himself the center of the moment. He was a legend. What what else can you say? I mean... He's easily on the Mount Rushmore of football, the sport. Not Absolutely. Even, not even from a coaching of, perspective. From yeah. a bro- and then he worked for the league when he was done as yeah. well. I'm not even talking about you know college football. and Just the sport in general. He's on the Mount Rushmore for it. Because as you just illustrated, it doesn't matter what age group you're in. You have some type of connection to him. I have a... 10-year-old son. We talked about him. Jack, we're there watching uh, watching the Cavs last night, and something comes on the ticker tape about John Madden passing ticker away. Tape. I know that's that's sort of a John hey, Madden term ticker for tape. it. Hey. That, that's, that's the pop-up in me I'm right just there. saying, if ticker. I say ticker tape, you jump down my throat. <laughs> that's fine. Jump down. I'm, I'm cool with that. Go ahead. He points it out to me. Like He sees the news over there, and we're literally... Firing up the Xbox to play. A I was going to say, is that Madden. is that his frame of reference from the video games? Absolutely, but he's a he's a smarter football fan than most. He is one hundred percent into football, into professional football. Yeah. right now, he's not really in. Not lying, he's not really into any of the other games or sports that I'm big into. But NFL, that's his thing. He absolutely knew who John Madden was, and because he liked the game learned about what he did, how he was a famous coach and was a broadcaster and a legend in that regard. And we kind of, you know, did a little toast to the glasses we were drinking out of and played a quick game of Madden before he went off to bed. But there's that, and I'm, I'm like you, 
Grew up mainly in the 1990s. That's where my fandom for football was created. And being a guy in the Washington area, I had to stomach all the Dallas Cowboys in in everything that they were doing in the 90s. Yeah. And they were often one of the biggest games on TV. Madden Good thing Summerall. that's not the case anymore, right, right Teddy? Right, yeah. Cowboys are never on national still, television anymore. Still Joe Buck and Troy Aikman Absolutely. doing all the Cowboys games. But everything that you said, Telestrator, just uh, how... And I want to give a lot of credit to Pat, too, because he was the the player, like John Madden was the coach. It was interesting that you had his partner doing the lead that was a football player. Right. Usually it's just a broadcaster that's trained in that way. Joe Buck's a Hall of Famer now for, for doing that. I am surprised to see that Madden wasn't inducted into the Hall of Fame until 2006. Seems a little late to me for everything that he had done at that point in time having the coaching career. He is one of the best winning percentages of all time as oh, a head coach. What he did the, with the Raiders was the, nutty. The knock on him is that the knock on him is that he only won one Super Bowl with those teams that he had. But he had a tremendous coaching career. He was a all time broadcaster. And I know we remember uh you know him with Pat Summerall, but he was mm-hmm. the original voice of Sunday night football too. Because he was there with Al Michaels when they started Sunday night football on NBC. Of course. Yeah, and then he retired after, was. what, three years or four years of doing that? And then Collinsworth came over for that. Yep. But he was on the biggest game of the week when it shifted to Sunday night, too. Yeah, we had uh, CBS from 79 to 93. That's because they had the NFC package. So really a longer run there. But I got to know him mostly in that 94 to 01 window when he was doing the games with Fox, right. with, with Pat, ABC, Monday Night Football, right, 02 to 2005, and then NBC for those two or three seasons there at the end until 2008. Great it's, career. It's I, never, yeah. I never had the pleasure of meeting him, but Me everybody who has talks about what a nice guy he was. So we'll just leave it at that. I do want to mention another passing yesterday, and I can't talk about it too much because I'll get upset, but longtime ESPN writer, hosted radio in Chicago, also hosted nationally on ESPN Radio on the weekends. Jeff Dickerson died yesterday at the age of 44. He was a friend. When we used to talk to people, he would come on this show, always very generous with his time. And it's just, it's it's gut-wrenching. He had cancer. He died at 44. He died in the same hospice center that his wife died in two years ago. He leaves an 11-year-old kid now without a dad or a mom. Adam Schefter tweeted out a link today a couple times, a GoFundMe page for his son. And I encourage you, if you have the means, to donate a few dollars. And there's been some very nice donations today. And obviously, that's not going to bring his parents back. Right, yeah. You know, I think the last time I checked, it was over $300,000. At least, you know... His college will be paid for, and again, that's that's there's there's no solace there, but at least monetarily you can relieve some of the burden. I cannot even comprehend what be what must be going on with him today. Terrible, terrible loss. We'll be back in a second. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the I wrestled in North Korea traffic center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on Willow Street southbound at Long Street. It is closed in that area for road construction through early March. Factor that into your travel plans. This traffic report is sponsored by NHTSA. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think you're calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Timmy Hall is with me for the rest of the week. Uh, tonight on The Fan, it's the Buckeye Show. If you want more Timmy, you'll get it at 6. Who's hosting with you tonight? We got Tyvis tonight. Tyvis Powell, my yeah. guy. Yeah, we got an hour, and uh, then we've got Inside Edge. So I mean, some I, more hockey talk. I like Tyvis. He's a good guy. Uh-huh. But perhaps, I mean, he's not quite Madonna yet. Perhaps you should say his full name when you promote who you have. Okay. Like, you know, Tyvis. Tyvis I know Powell. who you're talking about. Although, I think for Buckeye fans, and if you have caught the Buckeye show at any point in time in the last three months, I think that resonates. And he does have a name. He has a name. That is so unique. He has a unique name. He could That's right. drop the pal and right. just go anyway, with Tyvis. Buckeye show Tyvis Powell tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock, Inside Edge, Jackets Conversation. 11 Warriors Radio Hour at 8 o'clock. They will get you ready for the Rose Bowl coming up on Saturday. And what is 9 o'clock? Is it Browns? Yeah, we have Browns preview Browns show. Browns preview show, then 10 we're o'clock. Jip a bowl game. I think it's the Alamo Bowl. It is the Alamo Bowl. Right. Yep. Uh, I saw this on this date 20 years ago, uh, December 29, 2001. Michael Jordan scored his last 50-point game of his career. He scored 51 points for the Wizards in a win over the Hornets. Wow. 20 years ago today was the last time he did that. I wonder if, because as a, as a Chicago Bulls fan, growing up, living and dying with that team, and I, I did, man. I, I was so invested in that team. I would watch every single game. I would... You know, beg my parents every single year to let me go down to the parade. It wasn't a parade. It was a gathering Grand they would Park, have in Grant right? Park. Yeah. Yes. And every year they told me I couldn't go. There's too many people. But I wanted to go so badly. I love that team so much. And when he came back to play for the Wizards, it actually made me sick to my stomach. Picturing Michael Jordan playing in another professional jersey. And to this day... I look at Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey and have a physical reaction. <laughs> and I wonder if, you know, in, in a moment of honesty, he would never admit it publicly, right? Because I'm sure he's one of these I have no regrets guys, which drives me crazy. But I wonder if he regrets going back and playing for the Wizards. I wonder if he could do it all over again. If he would have just called it a career 
or if he would have tried even harder to keep things going in Chicago. I understand there were other situations there going on with Jerry Krause, the general manager, and how they didn't want to keep Phil Jackson. I, I get all of that, but I wonder if he could do it again if he would do it the same way. Right. Yeah, With you know, we are all very familiar with how that saga ended in Chicago now, thanks to that documentary that we got to watch when virtually every single sporting event was shut down. It seemed like the whole sports world was focused well, was. on that documentary. It was, it was, it was nothing great. going it was great. on. Yeah, it was, and it was fantastic. It was an incredible look. It was uh, well played. I, I got to tell you, you know, it was an interesting time for me because I grew up in that Northern Virginia area, and yet Michael Jordan is going to come join the Washington Wizards of all teams, and poof. I'm up and out of there with my mom and dad. Move out oh, of the area. Was that when you were living in Utah? Leave the area. We go to Utah. And I did at the Delta Center when you know, it was cool to see the end of the Carl Malone and John Stockton teams. I got to see those guys in person at the very end. And it was kind of surprising because the Utah Jazz fans, and actually not surprising, being the only team in the state, they have a pretty good following. A Absolutely. great following sure. for that franchise. The Delta Center was known. Oh, I mean, they would... You don't want to go have, there. They'd have the decibel yeah. meter, right? It's like, here's an aircraft carrier, and then here's what the Delta Center sounds like. They had a cool, you know, PA announcer, the, the little intros and outros they would play, the, the songs that would, you know, beat throughout the arena. But when the Wizards, you know, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, you get them one time, and I went to both Wizards games in the two seasons that Jordan was playing for him at the Delta Center. Okay. You wouldn't believe how many Jordan jerseys infiltrated that arena See, that of shocks, all places. That shocks the hell out of me. Right? Because, because the finals, right? You are not that far removed from this guy walking into your oh. building and taking the finals away from you, taking the championship away from you. Right. Every Jazz fan will die knowing that he shoved Brian Russell. You would, you the would shot. think they'd show up and, and heckle him, yeah. if anything. I mean, thousands upon thousands pushing half the arena. And they, they can't just be displaced Wizards fans. No, it's Utah. No one leaves. You kidding me? You're locked in once you're there in Utah. You just stay there forever. I'm the only one that got out. That's because you're not native. Right. I wasn't welcome. They kicked you out. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to stay. Neighbors didn't like me. Nobody liked me. There was no room for me. They kicked my parents out shortly after. My only experience with Utah, I was traveling through Utah, driving to California, and I had all my belongings in my Pontiac Grand Am. I was moving out you to were do radio out. in California. Grand Am as a young man? Oh, yes. Must be nice. No, not the Grand Prix. No, no, no. The Grand Am, which did, was a fine car. Yeah. Did it? Did the radio get louder when you stamped on the accelerator? No. Like with the Grand Prix? No, there was none of that. None of that? No, no, no. bells and whistles like yeah. that. And the car barely made it to California. But I remember that see, the first day, I think I'd done a lot of driving, and I stopped in St. George, Utah. St. George, down Saint south, George, on the way to Vegas. Utah. Have you been to St. George? Yes. All right. It's pleasant. Well, it's sort of positioned in a valley. There's mountains all around, and sort of in the valley there. And this was summertime. But the sun, I didn't know, in the morning, took a while to clear the mountains. I have never lived in a place with mountains before. Right. So I'm used to waking up, seeing the sun when I'm supposed to see it, and that's the end of it. Right. You've got the eastern, the mountains east of the city. But in St. George, it took a while for the sun to clear the mountains, so it was much darker than I expected it to be. And I thought the world was ending. 
I thought the world big, was ending. It's just a big shadow the, the over sun, you. There's yeah. something wrong with the sun. <laughs> but I remember the night that I got into St. George, I just I wanted a cold beer. I was going to find some place to eat. I've been eating fast food in my car. I wanted to go to a a nice restaurant and sit down and eat and have a beer. So I found an Applebee's. Oh, God. That was my nice restaurant. There was probably some great stuff to have in and St. So George. And I, so I, I walked in. And I said, you know, just one, I'll sit at the bar. And they said, sir, we have no bar. <laughs> they had no bar at the Applebee's. Because <laughs> it was dry. St. George was dry. There was no restaurants with bars okay, in them. I, I didn't know St. George was a I dry mean, I city. I think they've yeah. changed it now. Yeah, it never was a dry state. When I was there, I was shocked they had no bar at the Applebee's. Wow, yeah. So I just sat at a regular table oh, like he, a loser and drank a Coke. Even if you were in a city that served, of course, you're, you know you're getting 3-2. You're getting the water down. 3.2% alcohol. That was the maximum allowed. Is that right? I don't know if it's changed I did not know that. in the state of Utah. Anybody with the Applebee's didn't have a bar. Yeah. My dad, anytime we would leave the state, we'd have to stock up at a liquor store or a grocery store, whether we were in Idaho or Wyoming or... God, the the return trip from Vegas. My goodness, the back of the back of the car was just stocked. Hundreds Man. of dollars worth of liquor. <laughs> Poppy, Poppy, Poppy have a problem? Poppy's <laughs> got problems. Yeah. The halls? Huge. I don't want to laugh at huge alcoholics. Right. I don't want I'm the first one. I don't want to laugh at the situation. No, no, it's fine. All right. We haven't died from it. Okay. We're just uh well, I'm the, no, I, I what kid. a way to end the segment. That was good. <laughs> We can't get to Leanna fast enough. Uh, Herbie is sticking up for the Rose Bowl. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the must-be-nice traffic center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some delays in I-71 North and South on East Broad Street plan. About a five-minute backup over there. Traffic report is sponsored by NHTSA. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Bone is out today. Timmy Hall is with me in his Hungarian track jacket. A couple quarterback tidbits for you. The Carolina Panthers, who just stop playing, just stop playing, fire Matt Rule right now, call it a day, because they go out there, and there's a lot of stinky teams in this game, lots, and I don't care, the, the Panthers have won five games, and that's more than some, that is the worst offense in the league right now, the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton is terrible, he is so terrible, they have gone back to Sam Darnold now. He will start this weekend. 
He is also terrible. Uh, Lamar Jackson back at practice today. So trending towards him playing this weekend. Of course, he was dealing with the ankle. You hear the word on him? He had a obvious limp. It was in like the first three sentences of the story, whichever reporter was. Oh, when he was out of practice, commenting on that, he had a easy to see limp. All right, and uh, maybe he's fooling. They got to yeah, Lamar. Lamar is trying to pull a fast one mm-hmm. on us. Yeah. Well, he was back out there today. He was there. Let's see what that means. Kirk Herbstreit talking about the Rose Bowl. Herbie is upset that people are viewing the Rose Bowl as a consolation prize. He says, even before we had the BCS in the playoff, the goal was always to get to the Rose Bowl. He says, uh, not very often did they go, but they still went to other bowl games and they were excited. Mm-hmm. He's talking about his time at Ohio State. Right. I just don't buy into this narrative of meaningless bowl games. Well, then you're not paying attention, dope. These teams have always had goals of getting to the championship, and it doesn't happen all that often. But you don't throw in the towel and say, well, we didn't accomplish our goals. Yes, you do. Look, Ryan Day said as much after that Michigan game. This is a failure. This is unacceptable. And you know what bugs the hell out of me? When fake Buckeyes want to go on national television and say, turn that frown upside down, we still have the Rose Bowl. Look, if you get off on that, that's fine. But the situation was different back in 1990 when Herbie was playing. The Rose Bowl was it. All right? You hope to go to the Rose Bowl, represent your conference, and then get the votes to win a national championship. That was the goal. That is no longer the goal. We can look back at history and we can enjoy it, and we can appreciate it. I'm not going to take anything away from that game. But the Rose Bowl in 2021 or 2022 is not the same. It is a consolation prize. These guys that want to opt out of this game because they want to preserve their bodies because they're going to go make money on Sundays, I don't blame them at all from doing it. Yes, as a Buckeye fan, I would love to see full strength and guys go out there and talk about the granddaddy of them all, but it's not the same. My my problem is not being able to understand what reality is in the sport that you cover, nonetheless. And you know what? If you don't want to hear anybody's opinion on these matters, then just don't ever go look on social media. Because for the last decade now, opinions have been flying in your face left and right. And I also don't know what else you would want for how people... I feel like people are sticking up for the Rose Bowl even knowing what this game isn't for both of these teams this year. You still have a whole lot of football fans saying it's the next best thing, right? There's that chorus out there. Yeah, you're not in the college football playoff. Of course, we're not going to accomplish all of our goals. This is a nice little caveat to have to go out with a bang, win the Rose Bowl, and then regroup in the offseason and go after making a college football playoff. I, I have to read you the, this other quote from him. He said, I was on a team that did that. We lost to Michigan in 1990. We went to the Liberty Bowl. We had players on our team basically bad-mouthing the city of Memphis to the media, and we went down there, and they hated us. I don't blame them for the things that were said. I get being upset and not beating your rival, but it's the Rose Bowl. We used to have to try to deal with a consolation prize being the Citrus Bowl, but it's the Rose Bowl. That was the Liberty Bowl. This program is different than it was in 1990. Let's stop with all of this. 
The expectations are different. The standards are different. The game is different. Let's stop looking at something from 30 years ago and say, this is how I did it. Because it's not the same. The re- Look, the reality, I understand why these players don't want to play in this game. And I understand why fans are not just counting down the days to the game with their Rose Bowl advent calendar. The reality is, you lost to Michigan. You did not win your conference. Which, if you're not going to go to the playoffs, that's the other goal every single year, is to win the Big Ten. Didn't get a chance to play in that game. You're watching teams that perhaps aren't as talented as you playing in the playoffs for a shot to win. And you're going to the Rose Bowl to play Utah. Don't tell fans how to fan. That pisses me off. You know, it pisses me off that Herbie acts like the gatekeeper to fandom. It's been a long time since Herbie's been a fan. He's got an attachment to this program. He's got an attachment to the game of college football, obviously. It's how he makes his living. Herbie, though, is not a fan. That's what I try and tell people. He looks down on fans like you. He is not one of you. He is a media elite. I hate that buzzword, too. I, I hate the fact that I used it. But that's media what he is. Elite. He is. Yeah, that's he, what no, he, is. he is. He's the face of college football from a commentating point of view. Nobody's denying that for the, the gig that he's held with ESPN Don't for such a long time. Don't tell me that I should have my emotions stirred by this game. Maybe by kickoff time, I'll feel differently. I'm not there listen, yet. Listen, too. Don't take what the ratings are going to possibly be for this bowl game and come back and say, yeah, see, told you so. This game still matters. Ohio State is a program, and you've got a fan base for Ohio State football that's going to watch the game regardless of what the situation is, time or place. You'll watch it angry just as you'll watch it in a celebratory fashion on the edge of your seat. Not wondering, you know, what the next game is going to hold. I would, I would imagine by the time we get to it, it's New Year's Day. It's still got that classic feel of a college football day. All right. Still has that. So we're still going to watch this game. But no, we're not going to be overly excited about it. it. Of course we're going to root for our team. That's what I'm saying. And to those you. players that are out there playing are going to bust their ass. Of course they are. But don't tell me it's the same because it's not. Fans are smarter than that. Stop treating them like idiots. I saw a story today that made me angry. I'm very calm right now, though. But I saw a story today that made me angry. I'll share it with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the what's in the bag traffic center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan on some delays. More slowdowns expected on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by NHTSA. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You normally not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. 
picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. Bone is vacationing. Timmy Hall is with me doing double duty, updates, show hosting, wearing a Hungarian track jacket. You look dead sexy in that thing. Thank you. I broke my promise to wear my Italian track jacket. I will do so tomorrow. I shouldn't have shaved. I, I shouldn't have shaved my lip to keep this look. I, I don't Should know why. Why do you do this? When what? you shave, just shave. Shave it all. Don't just shave the lip. Shave your whole face. Yeah. Why are you piecemealing your face shaving? I don't know. Sometimes I just get a little bit lazy. That's one thing. And also the lip hurts when it gets a certain amount of facial hair on it. It doesn't, it's not painful for me to have this under the chin. We played 11 games of ping pong It's painful for you to look today. at it. You didn't do anything. You could have taken some time, shaved your entire face. Shave here at work? No, at home. Oh, you didn't need to come in here so early. All you've been doing the entire day is walking around in your Hungarian track jacket, complaining about how you can't get any internet on your laptop. Because you changed your password. Yeah, that was a little frustrating today. You I had, had to deal that with yesterday. that the other day. Yeah, I had it yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it goes around, it comes around. Uh, I had a story today. I saw a story today that made me angry. It was uh, Forbes releasing all of their net worth estimates for Major League Baseball owners. Here's why this bothers me. Because there should be no Major League Baseball owner with a net worth less than $1 billion. Because there is no Major League Baseball team, if they went on the market today, that would sell for less than $1 billion. Somehow, though, Bob Castellini has a net worth of $400 million. Mm, that's He's hurting. Is that the bottom of the barrel? Uh, let's dead see. last? He's got $400 million. I'm trying to see who else is less than him. Where's the Brewers guy? He's got $700 million, the Brewers guy. I think that is the bottom of the barrel. You'll be happy to know the Dolan family, who own the Guardians, they're worth a cool $4.6 billion. Mm. But uh, they can't afford a payroll. No. The Rays, uh, Stuart Sternberg, he's down there, less than a billion. Well, like Jim Crane. Jim Crane, Jim Crane owns the Houston Astros. It says that Jim Crane's net worth is $1.4 billion. If you sell the Astros today, they sell for $1.5 billion or more. Yeah. There's no way his net worth is $1.4 billion. And somehow, by the way, he's one of the poorest Major League Baseball owners. Somehow, he can afford a payroll of $180 million. Yeah, I, w I wonder what the bottom line is on how they... They look at these figures because clearly, you know, the people at Forbes, like these are financial wizards. They're into this. They are looking at, you know, where your assets are tied up, right? Like what you would have coming in, your revenue. They would look at, you know, companies that you own, right? Stocks that you have and try to, you know, put that out there. You know, whether a team like this did sell, like you're saying, it would sell for likely this. Even like their, the companies, everybody who is owning a Major League Baseball team or any sports franchise, hit it big in some other avenue, in some other walk of life. Whether that's real estate, whether that's business, whether that's hedge fund managing, what what have you. So you got to think, like, even if they sold that company, right? Like, take the Haslam's. 
What is Pilot Flying J worth if they up and just decided to sell? Like to the Wolf family, right? Who sold us to to Tegna? Like there's that's a huge asset that's just sitting right there when and if you choose to sell it to somebody. Boom. Half a billion dollars for you. Steinbrenner right Steinbrenner family is only worth three point eight billion. No, they're not. Richest owner billion, richest maybe. owner in Major League Baseball. Who do you think it is? Okay. New so owner. Back to just going by this then. Yeah. And it's not Steinbrenner? No, no, it's just 3.8. Okay. Poorhouse for them. Dolan's have more money than the Steinbrenners. Is there someone that's around $10 billion? Steve Cohen, who is the owner uh, of the Mets. Mr. Cohen. Always here. Yeah. He's got $16 billion. He lives on Park Avenue. He is, on paper, the richest owner in Major League Baseball. Wow. Uh, Rogers Communications owns the Blue Jays. Their chairman, Edward Rogers III, they say is worth $11.5 billion. Rogers Communications sounds lucrative. That sounds nice. Yeah, I wish I had some stock <laughs> right? in them. That sounds, I'll take 1% of Rogers Communications. But I'm looking at this. Giants owner Charles B. Johnson worth $5.8 billion. But I'm looking at this, and I think the Dolan family, who owns the Guardians, with a net worth of $4.6 billion, is in the top four. In Major League Baseball. No, no, I'm looking at, you've, you've had Edward Rogers, $11.5 billion. John Malone, Braves, $8 billion. Oh, There's right. another one that's ahead. Well, they're in the top 10, all right? Charles B. Johnson for the San Francisco Giants, $5.8 bill. Marlins catcher Charles Johnson owns the San Francisco Giants? Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Charles Johnson. Okay. Lions wide receiver Charles Johnson, right? Did he play for the same guy we talking about now? Did he play for could've, the Steelers? Could have played for multiple. I, I've, I figured Charles Johnson was a Teddy's Steelers. Teddy's just looking receiver. at us and grinning. Which one is it, Teddy? I, I know like the you baseball know. player though. I'll go with the baseball player. Well, I remember both of those guys, but it, I can't remember. I know he played for Pittsburgh, right. and he, I don't think the Lions is right. I don't know about the Lions. Yeah. Who am I thinking of from the Lions? Though? Calvin Johnson? No, it wasn't Calvin. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> get I'm not thinking yeah. of the Hall yeah. of Famer. Come on. There was another one. Who was it? Roy Williams. Roy, no, who was... Roy Williams, Kansas coach, Roy Williams. I love how I just go back to Kansas with him. Like, no, he didn't the, even coach no, in North Carolina. Ted's wide receiver. receiver Ted's Roy, receiver, Yeah, Roy they, they, they trade him to the Cowboys, yeah. I don't remember Roy Williams. He was like, yeah, top You're, draft Are you thinking pick. of Charles... Are, are you thinking of Charles Rogers? Charles Rogers, that's right. Who had, like, the Michigan State comment that right? went yes. vi- viral? Charles Rogers. That's what I'm thinking of. He just readily admitted on like a interview leading into the draft how he smokes every day. <laughs> just they right, still picked him. Right, hey, we'll, well, we'll take you. They still took yeah, him in the yeah. first round. Number three overall. Joke's How's that not sound? On him. Yeah. Michigan State guy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, my point is Dolan family in the top 10 as far as rich owners in Major League Baseball. And they pay no attention to this team. No. Yeah. Where's Francisco Lindor play? Where's he play? Yeah, not there. Oh, I thought you were yeah. genuinely asking me. He plays for Mr. Cohen. Mr. Cohen, yeah. he's always here. Yeah, yes. And by the way, I'm not saying that contract's going to work out either. No, yeah. It's not just, you know, oh, the, the Guardian should assign Francisco Lindor and that solves other problems. No, it doesn't. It's a bigger problem than just not paying one guy. Right, but I do feel for all of the franchises out there, they realize that they've got a a special talent 
that rises yes. up through their farm system. Yes. And everyone in the room just has to kiss him goodbye. What, you know for a fact you're not going to situation. Keep right. And I hate that's that. that's what bothered me about yeah. the situation is that they knew they weren't going to be able to keep and him. And you didn't trade him. And you sold him for nothing. Yeah. You didn't get any you traded uh, him for big. essentially nothing. You could have If you're going to operate like the Tampa Bay Rays, do it like the Rays do it. They don't waste any time. They get you right out of they, there. But they know yeah. and you know what? They sell high and they cash in. Right. That's why you see they them draft well in a lot of these seasons Absolutely. because they get guys coming in. I know being an Orioles fan too, like you know all about that. Like any any guy that they have ever brought up through the system since the uh, the end of the Cal Ripken era, it's just kiss him goodbye. You know, enjoy the time that you have with him because whenever he hits free agency, they ain't paying. Speaking of baseball, I'm seeing articles on Hall of Fame voting because we don't have any actual baseball no, to talk about no, right now. No, they won't play that game again. Todd Helton's name keeps popping up. His vote percentage has been increasing every single year. And what was he last year? Like 44% of the vote or something he got? No, I think he... What's what's the story say? I think he, he's jumped th- significantly in three straight years. Well, I think he's that's up what I mean. to that percentage. He, yes, he yeah. is, is up. In 2021, I think it was 44%. Yes, yeah. And of course, you need 75 to be inducted into the hall. I think it went from and like 14% to 25 to 40, right. 44, 45. They're, they're saying, Big jumps. They're saying that he's trending in that direction, where in a few years, he'll probably get up there to 75% and get in the hall. I am not here to tell you that Todd Helton is a bad player, was a bad player. Oh, because I don't think he's a Hall of Famer Because he's not. All. He's not. Sorry, but I'd never we vote for have, him. We have, I don't have a vote. All right, Jason Stark, of course, who comes on the program, he he's able to vote for 10 guys, and he votes for all 10 guys. And if he was able to put 20 men on his ballot, he would vote for 20 guys. He's just that type of guy. All right, and that's that's fine. That's not the Hall of Fame that I want. I I'm want the you, best of the best. Yeah. Todd Helton, very, very good player, excellent career, made himself a lot of money. The, the reality is Todd Helton... Had a batting average that was 58 points lower on the road, so don't tell me that Coors Field doesn't matter. Of course it does. He, from the age of 29 on, was always injured and often just okay. He made his last All-Star appearance in 2004, He never in his career finished better than fifth in MVP voting. If you're going to play in that ballpark, you better just wow me yeah, with yeah. monster power numbers. He now, never hit 50 in this day and age. No, he never hit 50. Now, he won a batting title. He was, you know, steady Eddie. He was a doubles machine. He was all of that. But I'm sorry. Todd Helton is in the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. Team Hall of Fame. And, and you know Absolutely. What? Some of my favorite players of all time are in the Hall of Very Good. Paul Canerco is in the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. All right, he's one of my all-time favorite players. I'm, I wouldn't vote for him for the Hall of Fame. Right, there's a lot of guys in that category. I can't, I can't even think of an Oriole past Cal Ripken that would even be in the Hall of Good. There's no, there's not anybody even close. Goes from a one of the great Hall of Famers ever to absolutely nothing. But Helton, honestly, he hit. He played until he was 39. His whole career in Colorado. Maybe this sounds. Maybe this sounds like I'm asking too much, but I think I need to see about 550 to 600 home runs. But see, sorry, that's 369. People is say, not oh, cut it for me. while you're nitpicking, no, of course we are. I, it's the Hall of Fame. It. 
That's what you do is need, you nitpick need, for the Hall of Fame. I need 600 homers if you're playing in Colorado. I'm with you. And there's not much more to your game. You made your last All-Star appearance in 2004. I, and I, wait, Waiting is fine, right? Waiting is fine. If we got to sit here for a couple of cycles as voters for legitimate Hall of Famers to pop back up on the ballot, well, so be it. I just I, I don't understand this philosophy. To me, if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer the first year you're on the damn ballot. Because Todd Helton's not going to go out there and keep playing right. and change your yeah. mind. I don't know how a guy goes from 10%, 10% of voters say, yes, a Hall of Famer. Because we're not really... To all of a sudden he'll be one. We're not going up against anybody else. It's either you are a Hall of Famer or you're not. Exactly. You either get in the club or you don't. Keep him out. <laughs> now, now I'm actively yeah, campaigning yeah, yeah. against him. Let's. I'm just going to pretend that Todd Helton took steroids and you're out for me. A college football coach says he was lied to by another coach. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Ryan Day Sexy Beard Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find slow traffic in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is still building in that area. And more delays expected on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by NHTSA. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think you're calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Blue Jacket's supposed to be playing Nashville tomorrow night over at Nationwide. That game is still on. Nashville's scheduled to play tonight. In Washington, I think. So that would bode well, I guess, for them playing tomorrow. Jackets are back on the practice ice today. Rimmer was there. He will join us at 534. Seems like it's time to get a game in, right? I think we're going to play tomorrow. Just feels right. Feels like it's time. We haven't played anything in the last week or two. Buckeye basketball hadn't played since the 11th. All these Jackets games have been canceled. It's time to get back out there on the ice. I think it's going to happen tomorrow. The entire teams are going to get this version of the virus. We're all going to get it. It is spreading quickly. Maybe you've had it and don't even know it. You know, we've all had opportunities at this point to protect ourselves. And look, the reality is all these teams and all these leagues are knee deep in it now. How long it lasts? Who knows? We had this conversation yesterday. It's spreading so quickly. You would hope, especially from a basketball perspective, like from Ohio State standpoint, I hope it's run out of guys to infect. Sure. Right? Those guys are all vaxxed. 
They've had this version of it. Hopefully that's it. I don't know of any, you know, underlying health conditions for any of the young basketball players for Ohio State. I certainly hope that's the case. Every, you know, all of us here, we hope everyone's going to be totally fine if they get this. And your chances of getting seriously ill greatly decreased if you've got that vax, if you've got that boost. So I'm stalling because I, I have a tickle in my throat that I cannot get rid of. Mm, don't you hate that? Oh, man. What do you think is in there? I don't know. Well, there's nothing in there. I'm not choking on something. Somehow, you, so when I shaved the <laughs> when I shaved oh, the upper lip the other day, I don't know how this happened. I just, I got a bunch of like the little tiny hairs in my mouth. I mean, I usually keep the lips very sealed where when I'm shaving. We, where are we going with this conversation? Tickle in the throat. I had oh, the okay. tickle. I had the tickle in the. <laughs> so you think I have what you just tiny said? hairs in my mouth? Could have. I don't know. I had my own in my mouth the other day. I was Teddy, hacking Teddy, up a lung. If you don't cut that up so we can use it out of context later, we are no longer friends. That is beautiful. Four. I had my own in my mouth the other day. 423. Mark, mark it. it. What right, rack it. Right. Don't do that. Sorry. Uh, there is a college football coach who thinks another college football coach is lying to him. Timmy will tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, Dave Doran. That is uh, everybody. Uh, 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 hey, a show Tim, with Timmy, let me tell you something, Timmy. <laughs> All right, you're you're Matt Andrews oh, now. Yeah, they canceled the women's game the other day, Timmy. <laughs> Where's Bone? I need Bone to do some Matty A. Dave Doran is NC State's head football coach, and you do feel this one when you get to the actual day of the game. They're out there to play in the Holiday Bowl. Thank you. Against UCLA. And Dave Dorn was very upset how he found out that his own game had been canceled less than five hours before kickoff. I'd since seen, Mike, that they were hanging around there because they flew all the way to San Diego. They cannot find a a foe for the Wolfpack, so that game has been called off. I wonder wonder what other teams they were looking at. But here was the thing. High school teams in the area. Fine, whatever. Just play a game. Dave Dorn said, I thought it was fake news, to be honest. Our team has done everything right. We're 100% vaccinated. We were prepared to play this game. Our opponent wasn't, apparently. Felt lied to, to be honest. We felt like UCLA probably knew something was going on with their team and didn't tell anyone on our side. We had no clue they were up against that. I don't think it was very well handled from their university. And there was, I don't think I, I don't have it in front of me, but there was a comment from Chip. Chip? Where he was saying... Oh, we'll play with 11, you know? That's kind of... You know, don't say that, Chip. Well, oh, we'll get out there. We'll play with 11 if we I have un- to. I understand where Dave Dorn is coming from because that's sort of been common courtesy this year. If you're a program dealing with virus issues, nobody blames you for that. Give some notice. But just give there is communication yeah. that goes back and forth saying, hey, just so you know, we think we're going to be able to play, but we're dealing with this right now. Just want to give you a heads up. We'll contact you every single day and let you know if the situation changes. Dave Dorn is saying, you could have told us this, that you were knee deep in this before we got on a plane and got out here. We were prepared to play a football game. This was, you were in on this for a few days now. You knew this was going to be the case. You, you pretended like you had no issue. 
and now we have no game to play. I, I'd like to think I don't know Dave Doran at all. Okay, I'd I, like to th- I vacation with him. Yeah, I'm sure we picnic together. I'm sure, he's a pleasant guy. When you want to go down to Wrightsville Beach he's for not. for a weekend in the summertime, he's no well-adjusted college football coach. No, you're right. That doesn't exist. I'd like to think though that. If there was a little bit of communication, we wouldn't even see a headline like this with comments from Dorn. Even NC State's own AD, Boo Corrigan, mm-hmm. sounds like a character from a Dickens book right there. He said the conversation with UCLA's athletic director was frustrating, trying to find out you know what else was going to be possible for them because they were going back to Raleigh planned to today so we were three hours away from getting on the bus to go over there to petco park i understand why dave doran's upset i understand why bukaki's upset i get it good old boo radley (laughs) whatever real pissed off about falling out of that tree sure that's not anything to do with the story but i don't read so i don't know the I like how you're gonna quote the book but not radley fall out of that swing what the hell happened to him? Broke his ankle. Was that, is that the story? Yeah. I, I didn't read it. Boo Radley's hanging out. He's running the town. He falls out of this tree. You goes didn't over read some it. I didn't read house, it. Falls in love. The end. This, this literature classic brought to you by this, Tim Hall. This has been To Kill a Blackbird. It's To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, whatever. Who cares? The bird's black. <laughs> Ah, uh, what a dope. As you sit here in your Hungarian track jacket. <laughs> I'm choking on a tiny hair, apparently. I should recreate books. It should be a YouTube series where I recreate books wearing sunglasses and a Hungarian you have, track you have, jacket. You have to do it in your Dom Tiberi voice. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this book. Got this Boo Radley guy. Nobody around the town liked Boo Radley. He was always running with the Jets and the Chicky Babies. Then he got into some hot water. He was climbing up a tree. He fell out of that. He busted up his elbow. Went over to a doctor's place. Dom's getting more and more New Jersey as the, as the, as the impression progresses. <laughs> fell in love with the doctor at the end. Goodbye. That's it. <laughs> Uh, the Big Ten is changing the rules. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Leanna is slightly drunk traffic center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slow traffic in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is still crawling along in that area and more delays expected on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by NHTSA. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Totally sober. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. 
Phone is out. Timmy Hall is with me. And he may be doing the show solo if I can't get this tickle out of my throat. What should we do for it? Do it's we like have a like a feathers. spray bottle or something? Tickling me back there. Yeah, I know the feeling. It's, is it on like the hangy thing now? The hangy bowl thing? It got onto the little hangy bowl thing. I don't know. I might have to go out to the car, I think, because the you wife... have some special tools well, out there? I think there? I've got some swabs. Oh. Sarah always has just, you know, little, you know, packaged, you know, little knickknacks that nurses use, whatever the hell you call them. What would I call <laughs> That's that? That's what nurses what would the do. general term when be? When you go the into the emergency yeah. room, the nurse says, excuse me, let me get my knickknack bag. <laughs> let me go into my sack of tricks. <laughs> it's like Mary Poppins. She's got a house lamp in there. <laughs> let me get in my hoodoos. <laughs> Rip it open. You know, it's papered. You know, it's individually wrapped. Probably got one of those swabs, and I could uh, swab up your hangy ball. Swab, swab up the hangy ball. That's right. I'll get it. Mm-hmm. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Jackets back at practice today. Hopefully they play tomorrow. The Big Ten is changing the cancellation forfeiture policy. Yeah, following in suit with a lot of conferences here. Before the season started, the Big Ten announced for basketball, if you can't play, you forfeit. And look, I understand why. At the time it was, oh, they're heartless. Like, no, I think they're trying to encourage these teams to get all their players vaccinated and do the right thing. We didn't necessarily know that we would have a variant come along that doesn't care if you're vaccinated, you're going to get it anyway. And so if... The same rules apply. You would have forfeits every single night. So instead, they're saying you don't have to forfeit. You can postpone it and try and cancel it or rule it a no contest. Make it up at a later date. But we're officially going to change that policy. And I think it's a smart thing to do. I do, too. And look, I think we've all grown a little bit. We've changed a little bit the deeper that we've gotten into this pandemic. I'm not saying like you've had wild shifts in what your views were talking about, you know, what you think about the science behind this and getting vaccinated, that that type of thing. But at the beginning, I was probably on board with this type of policy if we looked at last season, because in my mind, originally, like first line of thinking was, oh, if you have an outbreak on your team, then that must mean a bunch of your players were going out there, right. going to big you're parties. Not, you're not doing things French the right way. kissing each other. Yeah, not doing swabbing things. Swabbing their hangy balls. Right, swabbing hangy balls. Yeah. Playing tonsil hockey. All that good stuff. But then you quickly realize that it's a pandemic. You could try really hard not to get it, and you still get it. And then when you're part of a team, it could be one or two guys that were just doing their normal routine but caught it from someone passing them on the sidewalk on the street and then they spread it to the whole team so i originally i quickly backed off of that view that you know you needed to just keep the the standings going forward however you had to do it oh put a loss in the column understand it's a forfeiture but it's unfair for everybody we need to keep this thing going I'm, i'm glad they're doing this this is no it's nobody's fault at this point. A lot of these teams you're finding the outbreaks on now they're 95 to 100% vaccinated. So you can't go doing this. I oh, I have seen 100% vaccinated. Yeah, they are. They are. But I, I don't know if I've seen the Big East or the American too. I was just reading about Cincinnati, the Bearcats just just uh I don't want to say the good graces. What's the word I'm looking for? They benefited from a forfeit oh, loss. Okay. Right. They benefited from a Houston Cougar forfeit loss so i'm thinking you guys got to change that the big east needs to 
get on board with this. The the American, every other conference does. That's not right to do it that way. Buckeyes are scheduled to play Nebraska on Sunday, 8 o'clock in Lincoln. Catch all the action right here on the fan if they do play. Buckeyes have not played since December 11th. God, you remember all the players on this team? Like like your quick recall with these players? When you get past EJ Liddell and Kyle Young, you have to take a refresher course on Buckeye basketball, well, right? Well, it's, it's interesting because... You know, I think Chris Holtman was just starting to get a feel for what this roster was. Yeah, and his rotations and, and his too. rotations and who he could trust in big moments. And I would assume that all sort of goes out the window now, and you're starting from scratch. I trying, think so trying too. to figure out who you can trust in these in these big moments. Right. I understand they've played two Big Ten games, but on Sunday they start up the Big Ten season for real. This is the start of your season now. We can go back and talk about what could have been when you play Kentucky. We saw this team play Duke, but. Now what you do is what matters. And Chris Holtman wants to have his team at full strength. Yesterday they had that game against New Orleans. Could have played that game because they had, I think, nine guys come off the COVID list yesterday. But nine guys would have come off the COVID list with no practice time. Right. And it's not worth it to go out there and play against New Orleans. Now you've had some time to get together as a group. Maybe get that feel back and go play Nebraska. It's not like Ohio State's the only team dealing with this. Everybody's dealing with this. You mentioned rotations yeah. and how this almost goes back to a point where you reset. The two guys that I would look at the most with that in mind is Malachi Branham because he's a true freshman and Michi Johnson Jr. because he was, he's been out of the starting lineup and you could still see it with him. He's still beginning to grasp everything that it he's takes. He's green, he's to be inconsistent, a, yeah. but, but you can see you the can talent. tell there's talent there. You yes. can see the playmaking ability is there and he's had some very good moments, but Holtman told us from the start of the season, you're going to have to you're just going to have to be able to understand at least. You don't have to love it, but you have to understand that some mistakes are going to be made by Malachi and by Michi. And you can tell that Malachi also, he, he's going to need this year in the offseason to bulk up and to get his physicality and his body right. ready for Big Ten play. So having such a long layoff after those guys were just starting to get their sea legs and they still weren't 100% there anyway... I wonder about those two, and you're really going to need the play of EJ Liddell and Kyle Young and Justin Arns, the backbone of this team, to carry through these first few games back. More virus things. Carson Wentz, Colts quarterback, has corona. Rumors are swirling about the Colts calling Phillip Rivers. Oh, what about Andy Luck? Can we call him? Uh, I don't know. Uh. Oh, is this your Dikembe Mutombo or Andrew Luck? <laughs> Which one is it? They sound just, the same. I'll just check my flip phone and ah, uh, oh, no, they haven't texted. Ah, uh. look, Philip Rivers was playing quarterback in the National Football League last year. Andrew Luck has been out for two years, yeah. almost. He can't come back. By the way, he can't. Andrew cannot come back because he is on their reserve retired list, and it's past the thirteenth game of the season. No, oh, I didn't know he that. He cannot come back. Well, anyway, but let's stop talking about him anyway. Philip Rivers. Nobody has seen Andrew Luck. We have no idea if he's in shape, right? He could be 400 pounds. Actually, I like to think that he is. Yeah. I like to think Andrew Luck is enjoying retirement. He's eating a bag of Funyuns right now. He's 400 pounds. I knew I liked him. I knew I liked him. And the fact that in this social media verse that we're in, and we don't know what the hell's happening with, ah, I like him even more. Stay away. He's not on social media. He got your millions. 
forget about it. I all. was watching. Uh, I was watching a show last night on PBS about German Chancellor Angela Merkel Angela and, and her life. Merkel. She is retiring soon. She is a trailblazer. She's the first woman chancellor in German history. Good for her. And they were saying how you know German politics much different than American politics. When you are the uh, the spouse of the president, mm-hmm. you have duties, right? You go out and maybe your duties are environmental. Maybe your duties are you know food pyramid stuff, organizing the Christmas decorations at the White House. But the spouse of Angela Merkel in Germany, they know who he is, but he's never given an interview and nobody knows anything about it. There's no expectations. Nope. Nothing. He is a guy. They know his name. My guy. They know nothing else about him. Yeah. Why do I have to pretend to be some career dude? But the German media doesn't even, they don't even dig into it. They're like, well, we don't know anything about him. They don't care. Has anybody looked? No. And why would you? Okay. That's refreshing, right? That's yeah. sort of how I feel with Andrew Luck. Is he 400 pounds? I don't know. Nobody's seen him. Look, 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 listen. There are mega celebrities in America, right? Yes, of course. I don't care. It's the hotbed for celebrity culture in America. But there's, there's individual mega celebrities. And I know we have some websites and entertainment tonight. And we have that, that culture out there. There's... There's celebrity marriages and boyfriend, girlfriends and all that. But there's also plenty of people where I don't care who the husband, who the wife is. You're the is, only one who doesn't I've care. Every, everybody it. cares. I log on to Google News. It is Kim Kardashian took a crap today. Here's how big the crap was. Mm, yeah. We talked about Her all and the, Pete Davidson and yeah. Pete Davidson's dong. And every, we, t- we talked about the butt pictures yesterday. Now that's a big, that's a thing now. <laughs> We sound like we're a hundred years old. <laughs> Did you know that these young kids are taking pictures yeah. of their butts, putting it on the Insta, Insta Facebook? Yeah. Did you hear? Thonged butts just everywhere you look. Speaking of uh, butt pictures, Leanna is known for that. Her traffic is coming up next. Plus, on campus, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Ohio Stadium is too cold for the playoffs. Traffic center. Thanks, guys. Watch out for slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. Plan about a five-minute delay as cars continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Ultra Health Share. Dial pound 250 keyword my share. It's open enrollment season, and yes, you can have top-quality health care at an affordable price. Take care of your family's health care with Ultra Health Share. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say my share to learn more. That's pound 250 and my share. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. 
their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Hello? Bone is out. Timmy Hall is with me. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up in mere moments. Dick Mashet or fan poll, 971thefan.com. How you most remember John Madden as a coach, as a broadcaster, from his video games. It depends on what your age is. Absolutely. You know, if you're uh, probably 50 plus, it's as a coach. And if you're, you know, in your 40s or less, probably between the ages of 40 and 25, 30, it's as an announcer. And then for kids younger than that, it's the video games. Tells us also that it isn't just the younger crowd on social media because those that follow our Twitter account at 971thefan, 70.6% as a broadcaster. Well, they're, you know, not the surprising we're all issue. sort of in that age wheelhouse. And for me, John Madden was the ultimate. You know, you think about influential broadcasters when you were coming up and first appreciating sports. John Madden was one of those guys. We just talk about he retired last year, Marv Albert was one of those guys for me sure Who? i ask you though i asked you though vin scully obviously vin is a voice vin, I, I read a tweet from vin scully about john madden i told you if anyone that knows vin scully doesn't i forgot vin was alive doesn't read that in vin's voice right like, like that's what's cool is i can do the vin scully voice in my head while i read the tweet but think about even just beyond football how many guys to you would you even put at 50% of Madden in terms of stature? I like Aikman. Icon, I, I, would put, I would put Aikman there. Aikman's about, but not, Aikman to me is good, not great. He's not a commentating legend for me. He was a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's held the job. I, if he does it 20 more years, he probably will be. Yeah, he doesn't wow me with anything that he does as a color commentator. I don't hate him, though. I don't loathe. Sometimes we loathe. I don't Our loathe. broadcasters. Oh, I've very you often. You loathe. Oh, I loathe. You sit. Plenty. Are you, you loathe? On campus. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus. The latest college sports news and notes. All right, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little fade there. would oh, be good. Yeah, right. Blow me away <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot there was no sponsor on it. Did you know that Clemson is playing here in an hour? The Clemson Tigers, of all teams, are going to play on December 29th in a meaningless bowl that's sponsored by a snack. That's actually What's a happening. snack? Cheez-Its. They're playing in the Cheez-It Bowl. Who are they playing? They are playing... Yeah, I have no idea. And yeah, I don't care. I, I, don't even, I don't even know who they're playing. They're playing uh, Iowa State. Yeah, this game is in Orlando, Hi. Florida. Oh, yeah. And... Dabo Swinney says we're going to find a lot out about who we are over the next couple of months as they close out this portion of their season. I do I do find this respectable. They're going for an 11th straight 10-win seasons. Only two teams have ever reached double-digit wins in 11 straight seasons. Florida State, they did it 14 times from 87 to 2000. And Alabama is on this run right now. 14 from 2008 to 2021. Sweeney said you're sitting there at 2-2 two and two in September with a lot of disappointment, a lot of negativity, a lot of noise. 
and you really saw the foundation of our program shine and win the day. I'm just proud of how it's come together and how these guys have stayed together and gotten better and better. Yada, 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 whatever. Yeah, whatever. The thing that I look at, I find it incredible that their starting quarterback, DJ Uyunglele, take a stab at what his numbers are. Give me a, a touchdown pass interception well, guess. Well, I know they're not, they're, not, DJ. they're not good. Give me a guess. We're talking a whole college football season for this guy. The face of Dr. Uh, Pepper to start the year. 27 touchdowns to 15 picks. 15 picks, yeah. Kind of crappy. How's this? Nine touchdown passes, nine interceptions for Clemson's starting quarterback. Well, that's not just Clemson's starting quarterback. That's that's a yikes in any college offense at this point. That's bad for Kansas football, right? Yeah. I thought that shocked me. How about this one? Brian Kelly looked to the NFL to fill his defensive coordinator spot. It's Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach Matt House. This had been a thing. We had seen Brian Kelly doing some stupid things. He was dancing back-to-back with one of his first official quarterback recruits. That was lame. man. You're playing the game. Couldn't get anybody to leave Notre Dame. Right? He couldn't get anybody to leave Notre Dame. They all wanted to stay with Marcus Freeman. Right. They want to come down there to the LSU with him. This guy, though, uh, Matt House, he's not the Chiefs' defensive coordinator. He's an assistant there. He was Kentucky's defensive coordinator before he went to the Chiefs in 2019. Also has coordinator experience from Florida International and Pitt. Yeah. 2015 and Pitt in 2013 and He's a Michigan native house who attended Michigan State, began coaching uh, at his alma mater in 2001. And anything else you want to tell me about him? Jesus. No, no. Most thorough background you've ever given me on a guy. Well, this is on campus and right. this is your time to learn okay, some things. Right. Go to college basketball here. You talk about famous broadcasters, icons, say what you will about Dick Vitale, whether you could leave him or take him, but that is also a guy who just, he is college basketball, and we know that he's been dealing with some things off the court with his health, and on his doctor's advice, this came down about 3.30, he's going to need to rest that voice and be away from ESPN's airwaves for the foreseeable future, the report says. He said he visited uh, Boston recently to meet with Massachusetts General Hospital throat specialist, Dr. Stephen Zeidels. And the good news is he doesn't believe anything is life-threatening, but Dr. Zeidels says, I have precancerous, is it dysplasia on the vocal cords? If you say so. Bottom line is I need to rest them. My voice needs a T.O. baby! Exclamation point. How old is Dickie now? Get well soon, Dick Vitale. He's in his 80s, I'm sure. Yeah, let me uh, do a quick Google for you. Right. I'm going to say Sorry. 78. Well, you gave me, like, you know, the second 82. grade teacher of the other guy. He's 82. What was his name? House? Yeah. Matt House? And then he went to Joliet Catholic. <laughs> what, is he Rudy now? That's what hey, was in your head, right? And hey, Paula Poundstone here. Yeah. That's all we have time for. That's your it, biography yeah. on Dr. House was too long. Hugh Laurie, Dr. House. Hugh Laurie, the actor. Yes. That's Doc. What about Eddie House, NBA player? All right. Now we're going to. There's a, another NBA player, Daniel House, I believe. What about. Uh, wasn't there a. A movie with Phil Hartman and Sinbad? House Sitter. House... Uh, no, house no. House Sitter? No, was, house uh, Guest. House Guest. That's house right. House Guest. The entire movie yeah. was like a commercial for McDonald's. 
They did. It was. They, oh, I, well, they were eating Big oh, Macs. And, oh, it, my God. It works. It yes. works. I can't watch that movie without running to a McDonald's. I know. What a house arrest. Yeah. What, what else? The house of Pain. House of Pain. Teddy's a big fan. Firehouse. Subs? <laughs> Subs, sure. No, the, the group. The musical group. Firehouse. What was their big hit, Teddy? You know. No, I don't. That's why I'm asking you. I can't remember. <laughs> Great. It's early, early 90s. Here, let's type it in. I don't have it. No. no, no, no there's no, nothing, no. In the, nothing good in the dad no, anymore. No. It's just Beamer. If you've missed Beamer stroking out. And me. There's a lot of me in there. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the I Wrestled in North Korea Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some delays in I-70 downtown split eastbound at 71-315 West Split. Plan on some heavy backups in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Altrua Health Share. Dial pound 250 keyword by share. It's open enrollment season and yes, you can have top quality health care at an affordable price. Take care of your family's health with Altrua Health Share. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say my share to learn more. That's pound 250 and my share. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Must be nice. New updates and host a show. Multi-talented sitting there in your Hungarian track jacket. I pushed it pretty close to the kick point there. I used up I the know, whole but you, entire you, bed. You got it in there. Yeah, I, I got it in. I mean, the Ohio sports destination is an option that you went with, but it was a risky one. I was in no man's land. Did I, I don't like to have like a second and a half or two seconds of an update bed run out. I like to push it right to the brink. Are you kidding? I like to pack it Sometimes in. Sometimes Keels has like 32 seconds left on his update and the music's playing. <laughs> right. And he just walks out the door. He's out the door before the music stops. Right. I know. Oh, hey, can I, can I, I, I thought of you when right. I was over at my in-law's house the other day. This right. talk, we talk a lot about must be nice type of things. And I, I don't know if I had told you now, but you know what, what's not must be nice is we only have two full bathrooms, but what is must be nice is both of these bathrooms in her home now are well-equipped with soft clothes lids. Both Look of them. Look at you. Yeah. I told you I got the new toilet in the upstairs bathroom. It's an uh, Ellier brand. It's a chair height, soft clothes lid. I've never heard of Single Ellier. flush. It's nice. Is he starting for the Colts this weekend? <laughs> Sam Ellier? <laughs> We're back. Yeah. So anyway, when I was... At my in-laws, later on Christmas evening, they didn't have that. took the dinner over, they didn't have that, and you know how, you know, when people come over to my house, it's just five slam-a-jamma, you know, it's the, Houston, it's the Houston Cougars from the 80s, just slamming the drawers and slamming the doors. I slammed 
the bejeebs out of their toilet. Because you're not used to it. I let that thing fall. That porcelain bounced like a basketball. It is is amazing how accustomed we become to this. I had no clue. Where it was, uh, it was not too long ago, the soft closed toilet seat in our bedroom broke. And every single time, like the first time I did it, I did the same thing. Slammed down, loud. Oh, it, it broke. The seat was fine. It's just whatever the soft yes, closed the, mechanism it, it broke. It works like a regular yeah, so it's just a regular toilet seat, now. seat, but it's still, it's still functional. Yes. Just doesn't close softly. Happened to me one time. I said, oh, I'm going to have to get a new lid. But until then, I revert back to my old training, which is putting the toilet seat down like a normal human. Yeah. All right. It's, it's no my good. wife, however, for one week straight, was just slamming that <laughs> toilet seat. Every single time, <laughs> slamming the toilet seat. You gotta do something about this. I gotta do something about you. Because <laughs> apparently you're so spoiled, you can't put down a regular toilet seat. I can understand how it happens once. Every damn time. And here's another thing. And she's going to get so pissed off at me for saying this. But I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm going to sleep on the couch later. As a matter of fact, I'm going to come over to your house. And sleep on your couch. No, there's, there's no room in my house. We had can't a come. little. We had a little. I can't come to your house. We're all we're all stocked up. I can't sleep on the couch. Wait, don't have don't have room. I usually don't have st- room. I on sleep the on the couch. couch to start, and then I go up to the bedroom. Oh, this is ridiculous. Anyway, I can get a cot for you. We had a little experiment going because this woman is in the bathroom all the time. All the time. All right. Yeah. All right. So we had a little a experiment. I, I don't want to hear that. I just, what, what'd she do? I don't want to hear she that. she do? The little experiment was every time you put your naked ass on a toilet seat for whatever reason throughout the course of a 24 hour period, I want it logged. I want to know how many times the tickle is back. <coughs> you oh were just, you, okay. You were just curious. I. I get a little bit of that, too. I have made comments about, I guess, the size of my wife's bladder. And, uh, you know, she hates that. She hates when I comment on the ketchup. No, it's not just, I will continue it's not just to the comment bladder. on the ketchup, it's but the, I'm having, the restroom I'm trips. I'm having woman problems. Right. But don't I don't ask care. me about that. I, yeah, Every I single time side. you put your naked ass on a toilet seat, I want it logged. I'm just curious, right? And so I, I said, if, if, it, if you're giving me 17 and a half... I'm taking the over. In a day. In a 24-hour period. Midnight to midnight. In a day. Do you know what the number was? 22? 21. 21 times. 21! And she's sleeping for eight of those hours! That's amazing. 21 times she puts her naked ass on a seat! I said, you gotta go see somebody. You gotta see a specialist. I've got a five-year-old daughter in the house. We counted for her, too. Her was with five. Five! <laughs> How are you supposed to travel anywhere? How are you supposed to leave the house when you got to pee we don't. that much? That's the thing. But if you ever did, what would the what would the well, international flight look because like? Because of this. Yeah. Because of this. That's an that's a overactive bladder. If I get in the car with her... We gotta and pay. I, I go twenty minutes. Oh man, I it's I you know I can't take it. I pride myself on being able to go long, extensive. 
extensively long periods of time oh, I'm, without I'm with peeing. You. I am with you. I, I can will, hold it like the best of them. I will make the r- roughly seven-hour drive, six and a half to seven hours from here to either my parents' spot or my sister's spot in northern Virginia. If I'm alone traveling, I make record time. Good man. I Good don't man. stop. I, I don't stop either. There is one sheet that's at the top of the hill in between Wheeling, West Virginia, and Washington, Pennsylvania. City I was born in, by the way. And I stop at that sheets, and that's it. Just to top off. Maybe grab a drink. I don't even use the restroom at that sheets. You know why? Because I don't have to go yet. Honestly. Because it's only two and a half hours into the trip. She has no idea what holding it is like. No. Anytime she gets a little urge, I gotta go. Why don't you hold it? Ah! That answer, by the way, was ah! if you didn't get that. That's the answer. That's, she cannot that's the she cannot hold it. She doesn't want that feeling ever. I said, why don't we just fit you with a diaper? Just wear a diaper all the time. <laughs> that would be her heaven. Just to wear a diaper all the time. I don't know what to do with this woman. I really don't. You probably have, do you have well-positioned bathrooms? It's one on every level, right? Yeah, but it's just, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Just, you know and, what? I get the, and, and but let me, let me the ask kid, you this, The though. kid is hip to the jive. What, and, what? and the kid says, the five-year-old daughter, when Kristen says, I'll be down in a minute. The five-year-old looks at me and says, we'll see you in an hour. <laughs> because she <laughs> knows. Good. Because she knows she's going to go to the bathroom. She's, she also, for some reason, needs to change her clothes five times a day. All right, we're getting into different issues here now. We're, if it's one thing where she just has to pee a no, lot, it's everything. and she's going to the bathroom for, you know, just the, the two minutes or whatever to pee and then be done. Her clothes you're at home, what's the difference? It dropped a half a degree in the house, mm. and the current hoodie she was wearing was a little thinner, so she had to put on a thicker hoodie. Then she took nine peas and came downstairs. But wait a second, I gotta fold some laundry. It never ends! Yeah, my... It never ends. My, my wife's not... Not to those levels. What does amaze Let's me, though... Let's trade. Let's wife swap. What does amaze me, though, at the the length, the you know the time spent peeing for one pee, that's impressive. Really is. I feel like a, a milk jug could be filled up on one. I swear I've, I've stood oh, there... On your pee? No, no, on hers. On hers? Yeah, I could go maybe for like 30 seconds, I would say, oh, is she, a massive she's, pee. She's really going. I swear we've topped two and a half minutes. On like a middle of the night pee. What is it? Wow, it's is impressive. Is it just a trickle or is she go? Is she oh, like it's a gush. A- <laughs> <laughs> Don't use the word gush. That word creeps me out. I don't know why, but that word. It is a bad word. word. Of course, of course it is. Yeah, it's no good. Nobody wants to gush. <laughs> oh, so she's just, she's unloading. Oh, God, just... Fire hose. <laughs> you know what? You're not going to have room on your couch tonight either, buddy, because you and I are just going to have a hotel room together. She doesn't listen. It's, it's going to get back to her because Kristen's going to call her. Can you believe what they're saying about us? She does. She has friends. I'm peeing. She has friends that listen, and this it, it would 
But I'll tell My her. My wife never this was about. You should have to get off the toilet first. This was about your wife. This was about your wife. I love my wife. She's the best. <laughs> I, I love mine too. I just I, I can't take the the peeing. It's all the time. All the time. All the time. Can I ask Leanna how many times a day she pees, or is that inappropriate? I feel like she's like six to eight times. I I bet you she pees a reasonable amount of times. What reasonable amount? Maybe she should lead the traffic with that. What do you th- What do you think you pee in a day? I've done. I've did I've, you do the I test? Counted. What was What it was, was like it? Five, five, four, or five. I forget what it was. Four or five. Probably. I'm probably six, seven. I guess. I also take one dump a day. Yeah, yeah. At the same time every single day. And here's what my wife will do. She will not dump for like four days. And then on the fifth day, nine dumps in one day. My sister, man, I'm really never going home. My sister would go a week without a dump. I am really never going home now. (laughs) (laughs) It just got the five o'clock segment was just the nail in the the coffin. This this is the end of the marriage. marriage. Down the drain. You're a fifty percenter now. I heard you were talking about my pee and dumps (laughs) on the air today. Is that right? Oh boy! Yes, I was. I'm sorry. Now my neighbor is actually test uh, texting me during the segment. Teddy just said He's rundown in my out. ear. Ted, the moment has passed with the rundown, my friend. It is sponsored. <sighs> Common Man and T Bones, the rundown, the rundown, sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at kriegerford.com, home of the Krieger commitment. Best cars, best people peace of mind i was doing krieger ford a favor so they weren't associated with this segment talking about peepees and wee-wees and dumps <laughs> what, what what is what what is the peepees and wee-wees from oh yeah it's mr bookman right yeah <laughs> the library cop yeah the library cop that's a good one he's bemoaning the drawings of peepees and wee-wees and library books <laughs> Uh, All right, what's next? So Aaron Rodgers acting like Aaron Rodgers. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the must-be-nice traffic center. Are we still here? All right. Watch out for road construction on Willow Street southbound at Long Street. It is closed as a result of this construction work. It will remain closed through early March for a new roadway construction. Striving Deport is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you only pay for what you need. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. This piece of microphone just fell off again. 
Oh, look at that. It fell off. What a piece of what junk. What are you doing to that I'm not microphone. doing anything. It's a piece of junk. German-made <laughs> thing. Timmy Hall's in for bone today. I apologize for the last segment. I especially apologize to my wife. Too little, too late. Yeah, mine too. But, even, though uh, I, I, even though it wasn't my fault. Teddy, on a scale of... Because sometimes when I'm in it, I can't judge how bad it was. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being fine... 10 being, I'm getting a divorce when I get home. How bad was that last segment for me? Mm, it's uh, it's up there pretty high, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? why? Mm, See, what's the number? Like a like hundred. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Jeez. Come on. He's trying to scare you. Panama Ted likes to scare you. I'd just go home with Tim tonight if I was you. Yeah. Well, I, can, I can't go back either because I was talking about... I was talking about P. I too. was I was uh, I was worse than you. I think. Can I come home with you, Teddy? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, you can come home and help me take care of the dogs, give them dinner. Oh yeah, yeah. You're a big dog guy. That's what he wants to do. I do carry some sausages in my pocket just for this occasion. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't you wouldn't happen to have a whippet, would you? What's a whippet? It's a kind of dog, right? And everybody. What do you knows say when the dog has to go outside? Whippets. Just say whip it out. A whippet is a French bulldog. Right? I had no idea. What about a Pekingese? Do you have one of those? Is that, no. how, you co- is that how you say it? No. What about a Weimaraner? No. I don't have one of those either. No. What is it? A Weimaraner? Weimaraner. It's kind of, well, kind of it's also like to. my Sharona, my Weimaraner. I have a little, uh, it's like a Yorkie mix and also a Shizu. Oh. Well, you have to be careful she, saying that. Shizu. 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 You would be the guy to get one of those kinds of dogs. So they both tell everybody that you have one. They're both rescue dogs, so we, you know, get we, out of we here. saved them, yes. A rescue? Oh, she? Sue? Yes. They don't need rescuing? I just didn't know they were available at the rescues. Well, it was so at the rescues at the animal hospital. That's where we saved nice. Saved her life. That's yes. good. Mm. We got. I've got the big dog, those too, rescue people, you so sure are braggy. You like to brag about how much you save lives of things, don't you? <laughs> Well, I, I do. My wife doesn't probably at all. I'm cool but if I, you I brag do. about that. I'm cool bragging about rescue dogs. Yeah. It's better than yeah, going better to a breeder. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, save the dogs. Absolutely. I have no problem with you saving the dog. You just seem to like to tell people that you saved the dog. Um, it it's like, you know isn't, that, isn't the reward in saving the dog? I'm like Chad Johnson when he's uh, leaving, leaving a, a tip. big tip? Yeah. <laughs> Take a picture of that tip. Put, put, it, put it, it on, on the gram. <laughs> Look how great I am. What if you adopted a human being? Wouldn't that that be worthy of discussion every now and then? Well, okay, but do I, do you hear human beings come up and say, "Hey, this is my adopted son"? No, no, you nah, just say, "This no, is my son." Congratulations, you adopted this kid. But when you're drinking late at night, like with the fellas. <laughs> Then you can just brag about adopting a kid. Right? <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. It's like, that's not my real kid. My adopted kid. No, no. I was saying then you'd brag about it oh, to, okay. to express right. how much better you are than everybody else around the, the campfire. Why are we around where, the where are you? <laughs> we're, we're in the woods. We're camping. Look at this kid right here. I adopted this kid. Look, I don't have friends. I'm trying to think of things that guys do together because I don't have any any male friends. I'm not invited on trips. Look, I (laughs) I had guys who were the best men in my wedding. Not only was it not reciprocated and I was the best man in their weddings, I wasn't even invited to their weddings. How's that special, right? 
That's pretty good. That is fr- so you don't have any friends? No. I don't have any friends either. I told you. I was. We, I had these guys I'm your in friend. my wedding. I'm your friend. I wasn't even invited to theirs. I thought you had to be one of the groomsmen. If you gave a groomsman treat, I thought that had to be reciprocated. Usually I thought that is. was just Usually a rule. Yeah. I think that is a rule. I wasn't even invited. You must have pissed some people off. I didn't do anything to them. You must have done something. Lost touch, sure, but well, why keep in touch? Why fake it? I'm with you. Why don't talk to people? Why why send cards and keep in touch? If we need to say something, we can say something. Hold on, Ted. What are you doing in there? Did you just rescue a hamster in there? Oh, man. I got my rescue hamster. Putting it on the gram. Aaron Rodgers went back on Pat McAfee's show today, played victim once again. That's a weekly thing. I know. Yeah. He's the type of person. He's the type of person that wouldn't just stop posting on social media. He would be the guy who announces that he's stopping. But how come those people never do actually get well, off social media? I'll let you know I'm taking a break. I can't take all the negativity around here. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll see you in two days when I'm back. He likes to play victim. Aaron Rodgers and Kevin Durant like to tell the world how much they don't care about what people say about them. And then they react to everything people say about them. Oh, man. Kevin Durant and Aaron Rodgers. They're the same. They're the same person. Let them just do a show. And McAfee just is the enabler. And I don't know what A.J. Hawk does. He just sits there and stares at the camera. He smokes cigars. He sits there and he smokes. But he was on there again today. If you want to go read his comments, go ahead. But he also said today that he's not going to extend his decision about his future. After the season, he will let everybody know what his plan is. If that's staying with the Green Bay Packers, he'll let you know. If that's going someplace else, he'll let you know. He was oh. a man of mystery last offseason. We didn't know until training camp started what the hell he was going to do. But he says next year we're not going to have that issue. Mm, do you buy that? Um, I do buy it that he'll want to, if he is going someplace else, rip that Band-Aid off right. and get in there and get acclimated to whoever his new coach is going to be. He loves to play games. If you had to put your money on it, what would you say? Back in Green Bay or Go- someplace else? Gone. I think gone too, but where? Somewhere like Pittsburgh, somewhere like Cleveland. Oh, God. The Pittsburgh people somewhere are driving like Washington. me crazy right yeah. now. Because like, oh, all I have to do to fix the Steelers is get Aaron Rodgers and sign Devontae Adams. Oh, is that is that it? Go out and get the best quarterback available and the best wide receiver available and that fixes everything. Yeah, it probably does. Good luck trying to do it. Good luck trying to do it. We'll see. Where do you think he goes? I think he stays. He I, think he's stayed? A bunch, I think it's about a hot air at this point. Yeah? Because I thought he was going last year. I thought he was gone. I thought it was about principle for him. And that he would just say, screw you, I'm retiring. I'm your next host of Jeopardy. You know, back when... We thought that was going to be a thing yeah, for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, he he fooled everybody. It but now, really felt now that, that was untenable. That he's had a year where him in the front office, they they can make nice on things or at least pretend that they make nice. They got a great record. I don't think he actually wants to go anywhere. I think he wants to stay there. I don't know what the hell these guys want. I'm not going to act like I know what these superstars want to do. You know what they want? From one year to the soft next. Soft clothes toilet seats. Oh, I'm... That's what they want. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a soft clothes. He's got a smart toilet. Oh, yes. He's got the 
light show. Yeah. It Laser warms lights. His butt. The bidet arm. Absolutely. You know who's got a mechanical? Bidet? Reeser's got a bidet. Eric Reeser does have a bidet. Yes. We've talked about this. It's He it's says he doesn't bidet. even wipe. Wow. He doesn't even wipe. I didn't know that they he were that all bidet. I didn't know they were to that level. Mm-hmm. He's got a powerful one. You could crank up the the juice. <laughs> you could What's the word? What what am I looking for? Like the the PSI? The PSI? The PSI? Say the PSI. Blows, blows out of the bidet arm. <laughs> Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Are Rimmer's dogs rescue dogs, Teddy? Should we shame him if they're not? Oh, they, I, I'm sure they are. Yeah, right, okay. absolutely. Uh, you don't think so? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I went to Amish country and a puppy mill. <laughs> I don't think so. Name dropping with Rimmer coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the What's in the Bag Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some slow traffic on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan on some delays in that area as traffic continues to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Connect helps your business grow. Now get 20% off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore more at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Offer ends January 1st. Visit staplesconnect.com slash services slash printing for details. Staples Connect. I'm the NRA with Van Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rams. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you. And, of course, all the listeners here on 97.1. Let's all hope for a better 2022, for sure. Absolutely. Well, hopefully the Jackets can get back on the ice tomorrow night. I know they were back at practice today. Give us the latest on the health and wellness of this squad right now. Well, uh, they practiced for the fourth straight day, and uh, I thought they looked pretty sharp here today. Actually, the last couple of days, I think they've skated better and uh, certainly have had some lengthy practices, uh, both uh, uh, running the lines and, of course, uh, working on uh, power play and penalty kill. Happy to see Boone Jenner back on the ice today. I guess uh, Boone, talking to us after uh, by Zoom, I might add, uh, feels that uh, he's ready to go tomorrow. Uh, he had just a couple of uh, minor issues as far as uh, his uh, COVID protocol was concerned, but uh, says he feels good and looked good on the ice today. I uh, I think there's a pretty good chance we'll see him. Uh, Patrick Line, will he play tomorrow? He's practiced here for uh, the better part of the last week. I think he's certainly a possibility, although head coach Brad Larson was uh, kind of noncommittal as to uh, whether or not he would play. Uh, I would think, though, having worked out on the power play's first unit today, he, too, is a possibility. 
the club still has four players in protocol, most notably Oliver Bjorkstrand, who went in on Monday. Uh, Jonas Corposalo, who was one of the first uh, announced uh, to go into protocol, uh, has not yet returned to the ice, and uh, neither has uh, Eric Robinson. And today uh, they lost uh, uh, Gavin Bayreuther, uh, Bayreuther testing positive. So those are the four players that at this point look like they will not be in the lineup tomorrow. Jeff, good to talk to you, man. And hopefully we do get to see Patrick Line and some of these uh, CBJ players that have been missed for some time. I'm wondering if you could just just quickly reinform the fans of what's happening with the taxi squads and what you know about numbers to play these games as we go forward, at least before the All-Star break, and maybe that changes a bit afterwards. Uh, well, right now the Blue Jackets have only two members on that taxi squad. They can play, and you can certainly interchange players uh, from inactive to uh, to actually playing. But at this point, uh, Dunn and Sakura are the only players that have been called up from the Cleveland Monsters, who, by the way, have their own issues with uh, COVID protocol to, uh, to deal with. But, uh, yeah, those players can play. Now, a significant move was made today. I don't know if uh, you guys have discussed it here, but uh, not unlike uh, the CDC coming down and uh, announcing that uh, uh, as far as quarantine is concerned, going from 10 to 5 days, the uh, National Hockey League today adopted it, uh, and it's a situation. Here's the caveat to it. Uh, it's it different in Canada, the, right? Yeah, it's different in Canada. It's up to the uh, local governments, uh, as well as, obviously, the national government in Canada. And at the same time, uh, as well, let me also point out that you need a negative COVID test if you are, in fact, uh, going to be able to return from uh, perhaps uh, an, an asymptomatic situation. Well, so, that's what I wanted to ask you because, you know, I, I found that interesting because obviously you know, there's so many teams in Canada, you have to play ball with, with Canada, but you essentially have teams playing with two different sets of rules, don't you? If you have one team that can clear, guys can clear protocol in five days and the Canadian teams take twice as long, that's a competitive advantage, no? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how Canada reacts to this. And uh, let me tell you, they're, they're pretty strict in Ontario. Uh, they've cut uh, the number of fans that can attend the game from uh, 100% to 50% capacity. And in Quebec last week, uh, actually it's about 10 days ago now, they actually told the Philadelphia Flyers and the Montreal Canadiens a game in Quebec that uh, they could not have any fans in the building. And, and that's like $2.5 million a gate. There's 21,000 fans if they're there for full capacity and up until this just horrible year for the Canadians, they were always uh, looking at sellouts. So that's two and a half million dollars on a, a nightly basis as far as the gate is concerned. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how each of the provincial governments work and even, even the city governments, how they uh, react to uh, the latest that the national hockey league is putting out there. But you're right. Bottom line, it is a distinct advantage to the teams here in the United States. Jeff, uh, you told us a little bit about how these guys have looked, you know, building up at practice the last few days. Last time they played a game was Thursday, December 16th, and you, you dealt with some of those issues trying to get back from Canada. You mentioned last week how nervous you were about the testing, but what what do you remember about the Jackets as a hockey club the last time you saw them? That road trip did not go particularly well the way it ended in Vancouver and Edmonton. Well, actually, they the last 10 games, I think they had one or two victories. I have to go back into my book, but uh, going into that game into Edmonton, uh, they were certainly struggling. Uh, and, hey, they didn't play very well against Connor McDavid and company. So, yeah, 
they're going to have to uh, kind of button up those chin straps. And, and certainly we're looking for this team without an Oliver Bjorkstrand tomorrow and hopefully a line A and, and a Jenner in the lineup to uh, maybe rebound here. As I said, they've looked good in practice, but practice and games are certainly two different situations. But uh, the guys are chomping at the bit. And I, I expect, remember, they're playing Nashville here tomorrow night at Nationwide. And Nashville tonight uh, returns to action in Washington. So it's a back-to-back situation for them. And we all remember what happened in Nashville here not too many weeks ago when they were annihilated by the, uh, by the Predators. And uh, I suspect the Jackets will remind themselves of uh, the poor performance in Nashville and, and try to uh, gain back uh, some of those two points that they lost. Name Dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Buyers Imports by the airport. Would you like to talk about your guys' rims? Always willing to talk about uh, the boys at uh, Buyers Imports by the airport. Uh, obviously, uh, I have not been to Buyers Imports by the airport uh, based on uh, first our schedule and the fact this uh, whole COVID situation is such as it is. But uh, I can tell you that uh, I do talk daily to uh, uh, Kevin King, who is the general manager of the uh, Buyers by the airport uh, imports. And uh, he tells me that the new cars coming in at all times. <laughs> And <laughs> what's it called? Because <laughs> you messed funny. it up again. He's funny, you were laughing, yeah, yeah. not us. Yeah. yeah, buyers imports by the airport. How's that? Right. But the 2022s are starting to roll in, and a great time to go out there and check out the new cars. Uh, if you're looking for an Audi, a Porsche, a Subaru, whatever your uh, your mind uh, has uh, set as for the new automobile you want, it's buyers imports by the airport. All right, okay. make sure you head there. Let's do some name dropping. What do you have? I've got nothing. I, I kind okay. of okay. See you later. No, no, I emptied the cart yesterday or last week. Excuse me, with the boys. Uh, you weren't there. Obviously, a well-deserved vacation for you. And uh, I threw out three or four names. I mean, obviously, here over the uh, the holiday break, I've had a chance to talk to some old friends. But you don't want me to mention old names, so um, I'm just going to keep. All right, give me. Well, uh, since you have low. nothing, give me one old name. Who did you talk well, to? Well, I, I I spent a great deal of time over the uh, the holidays talking to Bobby Orr. Of course, you did. and uh, is yeah, he the only and, one well, that takes your calls at this point? No, no, no. I get, uh, well, I can, you want me to talk about my friend Michael Buble? No. Because I spent time with him. We did, yeah. Over Christmas. We did Michael Buble last week. And yeah, that's, we that's a big one, too. I was impressed by oh, Michael Buble. Don't, 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 don't encourage him. Thank you. Uh, at least I get some support there in the studio today. Okay. But yeah, uh, Michael Buble is uh, uh, certainly a guy that uh, I get a chance to talk to because he loves to talk hockey and uh, he's just a phenomenal hockey fan and of course his vancouver canucks have won six in a row they returned to action and over the christmas break uh, he was talking can we keep this up what do you think is this team good enough to make the playoffs they've kind of rebounded but as far as bobby orr is concerned we spent a lot of time talking about the olympics and the fact that uh, he couldn't understand from the get-go why the players wanted to go to china and play in the olympics and he just thought it was a bad idea from the start, and he actually was quite happy and satisfied. Oh. Unlike uh, unlike uh, Marchand, you heard Marchand. Who cares right? what he has to say? Bobby Orr is a smart man. We should all listen to Bobby Orr. You should, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I think it's a good idea. They're not going. I would still be surprised if, and I guess I'm coming out of left field with this one, but I wouldn't be surprised at some point with the the. Uh, the situation here with uh, COVID that uh, maybe at, at some point, even the Olympics are delayed as the summer Olympics were for a while. Are you, are you breaking news? No, I'm not. Do you breaking have inside news. info? <laughs>
Well, you were breaking news. Inside info. Okay, I do right. not have inside info, but I wouldn't be surprised. We're still what a month away. What do you think? We saw the summer Olympics. What do you think? Uh, I don't have time for what do you think. We got to go. We got to go. Happy New Year. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year, Jeff. Name. Stop being friendly to him. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer <laughs> on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Ryan Day Sexy Beard Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads. You'll find delays on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is still backed up that area. And more slowdowns on 270 westbound between the Twin Tanks and Sawmill Road. Plan about a five-minute delay. Traffic report is spots by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season beef with a free cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price participation may vary. Tax extra. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall, who's been with me all day. Oh, but you I'm, guy. I, I'm, an, I'm announcing you. Hey, I appreciate that. And we got another got another Buckeye show, a lovely show coming up here so you're doing, on a you, Wednesday you, night. You did updates during the show. You hosted with me. You've got another show. That's right. At yeah. 6 o'clock. Man, what a show off you are. Yeah, it's Look how many me. things I can do. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Merry Christmas. Happy you, New you're Year. You're there with your... Hungarian track jacket. <laughs> yeah, thanks for wearing yours, by the way. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Some friend. You know, send me a text to do this in the morning. Together. Remember, remember you know, to send me a text. I specifically didn't send you a text. Why? Because I, I thought you were trust- I, I thought that you were good about that. No, no. We verbally spoke it to each other on our way out the door on Tuesday night. That was a whole 12 hours before I was supposed to wear it. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I Call was, me tomorrow. I was looking forward to seeing you comfortable today. I'm very comfortable today. Okay. I'm in jeans and a sweatshirt. How am I not comfortable? We could lose the jeans and insert sweatpants. Uh, what do I have? Ricky Rubio. Oh, poor Ricky. Hurt his knee in the Cavs' loss to New Orleans last night. MRI today. Have you gotten word on what the MRI said? No, I've been looking around. I don't see an update on what the MRI said. You know, I'm obviously, he's going to be out for a while. I'm not though. the NBA guy here. But I saw Ricky Rubio today, and I said, oh, what is he, 100? And then I looked it up. He's 31. You know what? It's season-ending, ACL oh, tear. Is he, is he done? That's from Adrian Wojnarowski. We can go with that. Too bad. Yeah, ACL tear to the left knee. He was playing well? Yes, he was. That's tough. That is a really, really bad loss for the Cavs. Is it the same team to watch? Didn't he tear his ACL yeah. a yep. few years back? He tore he tore the ACL in that left knee when he was a rookie okay, in 2012. Right. So he's not as old as you think, but right, I thought he was 100. He he has been a guy who boy, he was a hot name coming over from Spain. 
He was really hot. Well, he was a top was a 10 rookie. pick, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. But he he wasn't just a top 10 pick. He had he had some of that international pizzazz about him. People were really excited to see what he could do. Mm-hmm. The highlight film on him was unreal. Me included. Yeah, yeah. Not one of the tall guys out there, but just an incredible ball handler and a guy that could score. And he's put up quietly really good numbers as a as a player over here. Well, he switched until he hurt himself teams. last night. What did he have, 27 points in that game last night? Is that what he had in the game? I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, he's been, forget about just what his overall averages are. He's just been a very important tool. He's been a huge asset for the Cavs. And they've been a carefully put together basketball team. They can't really afford to be losing a guy like Ricky Rubio, who's done so much for him. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Timmy, this story got me thinking, not just about, you know, could you pull it off, but what's possible. So it's, it starts out, this Yahoo story, just before Thomas Randelli. R-A-N-D-E-L-E. Randell, Randelli, just before he died. His wife of nearly 40 years asked his golfing buddies and his co-workers where he sold cars to come by the house. They gathered to say goodbye to him. They called him one of the nicest people they'd ever known. Devoted family man. Gushed about his daughter. A golfer who never bent the rules. Like this guy. Honest Abe. Honest. A friend to so many that a line stretched outside the funeral home a week later. But the, uh, the time of their final visit... In suburban Boston, the cancer in his lungs took away his voice. They all left without knowing that their friend had spent countless hours swapping stories with never that, that were, he never told him their biggest secret of all until his dying breaths. This guy, for 50 years, was a wanted fugitive in one of the largest bank robberies in Cleveland history. Is that right? He lived in Boston under a name that he just made up six months after that heist in 1969 not even his wife or daughter knew until he told them right before he died oh, so he he told them and he he was able to leave behind one family clearly started a new one he even evaded a father and son from the u.s marshal service who never gave up their hunt and they're just piecing this together his name's ted conrad you should check out this story it's just wild i'm wondering from Cleveland to Boston, you know, nothing was ever connected. He was able to just carry out a Lying second for life. fifty years. He get, he made away with about two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. He was working at this bank. Let me at ask a you time, a question: Just after his twentieth birthday, let's leave out the emotional aspects of you know leaving your wife and kid. We're not going to get into that. But okay, could you just pick up, go someplace, new name, new life, never have any attachment? to your old life could you be committed that much to the lie yeah i could i think you could too because you're a psychopath like i am i could do it i think a a life out in alaska oh alaska would be be something else no that's the first place they would look for you nobody's looking for me anywhere let alone alaska i this would be hard for me not blend in in alaska wouldn't be hard for me at all i mean i've just got a face in the crowd type of look I, just, I, don't know, I don't know about that. What would my name be? What would you call what me? Would, what do you look like? Just what would my name be? You yeah. look like a Trevor. I'm going to say Trevor Glass is your name. <laughs> Trevor Glass. Trevor Glass. Trevor Glass. You started a new life. What do I do? What am I going to be when I start my new life? Um, 
Well, you don't have any skills of what any kind. What about a banker? No, you're not smart <laughs> like enough. Te- to, like Ted Conrad. You're not smart I enough to be a count. banker. Can't count. No. What if I just want I'm to say what if a, I do small time radio? You're a you're <laughs> a that. you're a middle school social studies teacher. I am going to be a middle school Mr. teacher. Mr. Glass. Yep, you're going to be a middle school teacher. You also coach I like that. the baseball. basketball team. Basketball. Yeah, the basketball team. Basketball is too close to what I love. I if think I got to coach baseball. If you had to give me a new name, what would you give me? What do I look like to you? I would call you Justin Pantoni. Justin Pantoni. Yeah. I don't feel like a Justin. Yeah. We're out of time. What would we call Ted? Ted's got the perfect Ted face. I would call him uh, Gene. Ethan Husk. Oh, no. Ted's not an Ethan. Ted can't pull off Ethan. Nathan Husk. Nate. Nate Husk. Nate Husk. Had a good career playing high school football. And now he works at uh, yeah. his father's factory that manufactures like Reynolds Wrap type of shrink wrap. Oh, cellophane, whatever the yeah food saver cellophane stuff. factory. Yeah, yeah, that's where I think he works. Dad did well, you know. Dad he, did well, he but put, you he know, put roofs over Nate, the head. Nate peaked in high school, and all he can do is get a job, get a job working yeah, for his dad. Yeah, he's working in the factory. Right. All right, Buckeye Show's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Hey Dipsh. Make your f***ing kicks traffic center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 downtown split westbound after 701 east split. Traffic is stop and go in this area as they try to get things clear. Please be very careful. Plan on some heavy slowdowns in the meantime. About a 20-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Altrua Health Share. Dial pound 250. Keyword my share. It's open enrollment season, and yes, you can have top quality health care at an affordable price. Take care of your family's health with Altrua Health Share. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say my share to learn more. That's pound 250 and my share. I'm Anna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I, don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was 
alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanna, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No. You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks you would. That. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right? I don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. Right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 